we're back. We're back in black. <laughs> really in like dark green and floral, but whatever. Dark green and floral. <laughs> Shiny's back. <laughs> Rachel's back. 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 Backstreet's back. back. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Hello. My name is Rachel. <laughs> Uh, I'm Emily, I think. <laughs> and, and this is Soulmates Podcast. Whoa. A bi-weekly, usually, usually, podcast where we laugh really loudly and talk about uh, East Asian culture. And stuff. And stuff. Stuff we like. Yeah. We're, we're two two nerds living together. Sweating in a hot room. <laughs> yeah, with no fan because we don't want the audio to sound like poop, even though it probably will sound like poop. Anyways, despite all our best efforts. Because it, it, we're just two loudmouth girls yelling into a microphone. <laughs> that is the truth. Because we cannot afford a soundboard. Which brings me to Squarespace. <laughs> oh my god. Squarespace, sponsor our podcasts. Uh, if you want us to read an announcement on air, we'll do it for super cheap. We will. Hardly we'll, anything. We'll do it for one dollar. Just send your inquiries to soulmatespodcast at gmail.com and we will read anything, even your erotic fan fiction. Yes. Yeah. For a dollar. For a dollar. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> Most things. Most things. Most things. <laughs> Most things. <laughs> if you liked our intro song, it was by the lovely 8-Bit Ninjas and the song was Shiny Spaceship. And you should check them out. They're awesome. And they make chiptunes music for Creative Commons use. Yay. Yay. Free stuff. Putting content out there. Love it. Love you guys. Good job. You should sponsor our podcast. (laughs) They they sort of already do in spirit. They do. In spirit. Yeah. So, Rachel's been super busy with grad school. I am about to start studying for the GRE. Dun-dun-dun. I know, right? <laughs> uh, but grad school might be a couple years in the future still, but I wanted to get this out of the way, because I feel like I have a lot of time right now. That is for the best. Yeah. Because it's valid for, I think, five years, just FYI. Yeah. So, who knows what we'll be doing soon, but I've been watching a lot of TV on my own. <laughs> uh, while Rachel has been away, I've been watching a lot of TV. I started watching How to Get Away with Murder. The first season is on Netflix right now, and I watch it while I'm at the gym on the elliptical because I need to distract myself or else I won't run. <laughs> and holy shit, that sucked me in so fast. I'm on like episode six right now. It is so good. I highly recommend that to anyone who really needs a show. The first season's on Netflix. The second one is premiering right now. Hopefully the second one is as good as the first. Sometimes that lets you down. Yeah. I'm trying to think of one that was like that. Scandal. (sighs) Yes, yes, you're right. Scandal was terrible the second season. Yeah, another Shonda Rhimes show. Oh my gosh, it was so bad. We have the, the season before this one to watch of Scandal 2, so. Oh, that's true. I'm just behind on a lot of things, okay? (laughs) We've been been together watching Revenge, though, the last season of Revenge. Yes, we're almost done. We're almost done. We have, like, a couple episodes. There's, like, 23 episodes hour-long in the season. It's a lot. It is a soap opera. It is long as hell. Yes, yes. But it's good. We like it. Yeah. Emily Thorne's a badass bitch. Yeah, she is. (laughs) And, um, oh, I just finished 
my favorite anime of this season. It was called Ore Monogatari in English. It's my love story with like two exclamation points. You've seen a couple episodes. I've seen a couple episodes, and it's fucking adorable. And if I had time, I would watch every single episode. It is so cute and funny. In the spring, that is what I recommend you doing. When you have time at work, just watch it. It was the cutest. Like, it it, it somehow (laughs) was exactly what I needed. (laughs) It was like a warm blanket and, like, cookies and milk. Yes. That show was so good, and, like, I was biting my nails at the last episode, because I thought they were going to end it on a cliffhanger, because this se- there's only one season, but they're also making a live-action movie, which I'm, mm, I'm happy okay. for, but there's only one season, and I'm like, how are they going to resolve all this stuff, and what episode, and, you know, they, they sort of did, so. It was not like... Gekin Shoujo no Zaki-kun. Oh my god! The final episode, Emily and I, if you know what happens in the final episode, you know what happens. Me and Emily were gripping each other and screaming in our apartment. And then we were like, how could we have been fooled? We were fooled! Boozled! Shanghai! <laughs> yeah. Oh. It, it was like the same, I guess, feel as, as Gekin Shoujo. Yeah. Um... Sort of similar-ish art styles. They're both shoujo's. Oh yeah, they're based on shoujo mangas. But Orimonogatari was much more satisfying, and it was longer. Mm. And I have a thing for baras, so <laughs> I was like, yes, yes, Takeo, <laughs> you work at that bara bar. Oh my gosh! So if you are interested in any sort of you know anime, but you don't know what to watch, please, please, please watch. Uh, or Monogatari, and then once you finish that, then you can watch Gekken Shoujo and be somewhat disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> so, now we're gonna get into our episode about Hayuna. We love her. Yes, Hayuna I mean, is great. We really do. <clears throat> we appreciate her, we like her music, I think it's always fun. Yes. Um, but we're gonna get into... Her first music video, her first solo one, and her latest one, and we're going to talk about some of her criticisms from the Korean government, from Korean people, and then kind of an American perspective on it. Yeah. So it will be interesting, and we hope to provide some some insight, maybe that you haven't heard before. Yeah. Uh, but we love Hayuna. Big, big disclaimer is that, yes, we are American, we think we know a little bit about South Korean culture, but we are definitely not experts. We are not from South Korea. We have not lived in South Korea. We have not been to South Korea yet. Yet. Um, Yet. So, anything that we say, um, we're going to try to keep that in mind. That being said, we're not experts. No, and we are total idiots, so. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't know. You, we, this is our opinion, okay? Our opinion only, and we're not trying to offend anybody. Um, we're really going to try hard not to do that. No, we're not. Yes. We're just going to talk about a solo artist that we really like. Yep. Who is a little bit sensational, but what pop artist isn't? True. Okay. Okay. So we're first going to talk about her latest music video, which was uh, in the English title was Roll Deep. Yes, roll deep. (laughs) 
up like a featuring from some guy from BTOB. It was the I believe the rapper from BTOB. I do not remember his name. He was okay looking. <laughs> I'm kidding. He was hot. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> Don't come at me, fangirl. <laughs> no. Um. It would make sense because like Hyena's a rapper in four minutes. True. So rapper, rapper. Match made. Yeah. Um, so this this uh, music video and song came out after a long period of um, not stagnation, but uh, just Hyuna not releasing anything uh, just by herself. She had done some four-minute stuff. And Troublemaker stuff. And Troublemaker stuff, but she had not done any solo work in a while. I hope her label was letting her rest. Probably not, but... <laughs> or at least take it easier, because like when you have a new single out... Your label is like, you gotta do this, 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 and this in one day to promote, you know. Yeah. Right. So we were hoping she was taking a tiny bit of a break on this hiatus. Probably not, but hopefully yes. Yeah. So this music video um, is very sensational, like most Hyuna videos. Although this one, of course, because they always try to top themselves, um, was the most sensational I've seen yet from Hyuna. Yeah. Um, the music video has a lot of guns in it, a lot of money being thrown around. Of course, she has um, her, like, scandalous outfits, although they get more scandalous, quote-unquote, every time we see her. It's mostly just bathing suits now. Yeah, now it's just, yeah, bathing suits. Yeah, and uh, I guess it's... A, and fishnets. It came out at the very tail end of summer, so I guess it's somewhat appropriate, but it wasn't a very summery song, if that makes any sense. Like, yeah. Bubble Pop was a summer song. Oh, yes. Definitely. But this was more like a normal pop, uh, like, club tune, I guess. Yeah. Um, so the entire time, um, she is rapping. Um, she's not really singing. The chorus is somewhat sung, but it's most rap- mostly rap. Yeah, it's like speak singing. Yeah. What up, Lord? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> we like Lord. <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, so she she just has like there's a lot of um, imagery where like she is the HBIC. So she has like um, the video opens with her holding leashes that are attached to a bunch of girls in bikini tops and shorts and pussy riot ski masks. Yeah, I don't know what the the artistic choice for that was, but like. These girls are, like, on all fours, like, dogs, like, literal bitches. Yeah. And and she's like, I'm the head bitch. I have them all on a leash. Right. So, some, um, a a, a popular lyric that we noticed for this music video was, um, yes, yes, right, yeah, right. You can't touch me. Don't touch me. So... While in the music video, she's doing a lot of touching of herself, gyrating. She's, she's doing the classic uh, Zaya Junsu and and Rain, like hip thrusting, like knees on the floor, like hip thrusting. Yeah, um, lots of booty popping. Lots of booty popping. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So so while she's doing that, she is saying, "Don't touch me. You can't touch me. Don't touch me." Another one of the English lyrics. Um. But it, you know. <laughs> the disclaimer with English lyrics, it might be some sort of translation error, was, like, even my friends are jealous of me. And I'm like, God, that must be so lonely. Yeah. And... Like, what, like when you're at the top, it's lonely. Right. <laughs> it must be hard. Truer words have never been said, Emily. <laughs> I know, right? 
which was at the top of our game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that was the new music video. Do you have anything else to say? Uh, I noticed that she was wearing glittery overalls, which are very much in style right now. Yes. Um, and for a while she had, like, a blue wig on, and I didn't like that. But she looked, <clears throat> excuse me, phenomenal with the platinum blonde hair and the nude bikini top and the, the high-waisted jeans. Phenomenal. The best yeah, I, she looks really good. The best I have seen her. Yeah. She looked like a model. Yeah. Like she looked, she looked really good. And um, there was one point in the music video where they're like booty popping on the floor, but there's like a line of them. Mm-hmm. And while they're doing that, she's like, don't touch me. You can't touch me. And yeah, there's like this dichotomy of her being like, come hither, but then also being like, don't fucking touch me. Which I actually enjoy quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, and then there was, of course, like, weird machine guns and cash money being thrown, but I think that's pretty typical for this sort of pop music video. It's and, typical for the look they were going for with this video. Yeah, there wasn't really much of a narrative, which, you know, kind of bummed but... Yeah, it bummed me out, but um, the outfits were on point. Yeah, this this music video really reminded me of uh, CL's Baddest Female. That's what it reminded me of. Only it was more danceable. <laughs> yeah, it was. This was, that was more of like a straight rap song. I would say this is more of like a dance song with rapping. Yeah. Like Lord. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and she was wearing a shirt that said Texas, and I was like, really, Texas? <laughs> Hayuna. Appealing to our international audience, I suppose. But we'll talk more about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about that uh, after Bubble Pop. So speaking of Bubble Pop, the next music video... So this was like... Hyuna's first uh, major breakout, like, uh, single. Um, she had some stuff before, um, like... In four minutes. Not just in four minutes. She had actually a song called Change. Oh, yeah. With a music video. That was, like, early, early uh, Hyuna. Um, this was her, like... Breakout. Bre- yeah, breakout single was definitely Bubble Pop. And um, do you remember when this came out? We were, Oh, like, yeah, we were obsessed we, with it. We were in 10th grade... And 10th grade. Oh my god. <laughs> Sophomore year of college, not 10th grade. Second year college, undergrad. <laughs> We're old, okay? We're old. I'm sorry. And our brains are fragile. <laughs> Memory is fading. It we was have a long day at work, guys. <laughs> I'm studying. I'm sorry. Uh, Sophomore year of college. Everyone, all of our friends were just totally obsessed with this video Mm -hmm. and this song. Like, we would go to our anime club and we would play this music video and everyone would get up. On the big screen. Everyone would get up and do the booty pop thing. Yep. Like, it was the start of a cultural shift in our (laughs) anime club. We got everyone hooked on K-pop through this song. Yes. This and Gangnam Style. Didn't they come out, like, in the same year or was it, like, year Uh... before? I think it was the year before. I feel like it was very, it was very close. It was definitely yeah. within a year of each yeah, other. Yeah, because she was in Gangnam Style too. So. Yeah, 
so that was like the height of her popularity. She got chosen to be in Gangnam Style. Yeah. It, it then it yeah. snowballed from there. Okay, so the music video. Yes. Uh, it it has a storyline of her just basically going on a date with a hot guy. Yeah. And they're like on the beach. It's a beach romance. It's definitely, definitely a summer music video. Oh my god! It's so, shot that way. Yellow filter, everything. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of like pop arty comic sans stuff, but yeah, that just made it seem like cutesy. Yeah. Uh, guess who's home? <laughs> uh. Kyle's here. <laughs> hey, Kyle. Oh yes, his headphones in. He can't hear us. Wah, wah. Kyle. Just, just oblivious. Hey, Kyle. You want to come say hi? Turn off your music. Yeah. We're trying to talk about pop music. Turn off the metal. It is actually black and death metal. Thank you very much. Hi, hello. You need, you need to get closer to the mic. Hi, hello. <laughs> I just brought groceries home. Oh, thank you. I like You're how welcome. you pause as if expecting a response. We're literally talking you, to a computer. I literally don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> what do you want me to tell these people? I don't know much about K-pop. I think a segment should be we show him music videos. And we yes! Get, <laughs> oh and I God. love this idea. And then we get his, his reaction as someone who doesn't really know anything about K-pop. Yes, I love this idea. I'm down for that. Okay, cool. So okay. we're talking about a music video right now. Okay. So can you go in the living room and be really quiet for a couple more minutes? Okay. Uh, can I can I posture something for you first? Yeah. Should you rather have for dinner tacos or brats? Brats. Okay. Vegetarian brats. They are vegetarian and I'm sauteing peppers and onions to go with them. Cool. Okay. Thanks. Yep. Love you. Love you too. <laughs> oh, Do you see that audio spike? Really yes. <laughs> I was feeling a little extra right then. Okay. <laughs> That's going to be so hard to equalize. <laughs> Silence now. Okay. Okay. So, um... The first thing, the music video opens, the, she's dancing in front of a Hummer. Well, she's walking in front of a gigantic white Hummer. Oh, it was so I still so understand tacky. the visual of that, like, how that relates to the music video. I, I guess, like, uh, before jumping into something too soon, one of the criticisms of this specific music video was that she was trying too hard to look American. Like, oh, okay, yeah, like Hawaiian, because she was tan in this music video, and there's, like, a Hummer. And I guess what's more obnoxiously American than the a Hummer? Hummer, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So they're, like, <clears throat> dancing on the street in front of a Hummer, they're dancing on the beach, they're dancing on a pier, lots of jumping, having a good time, like, woo! Summertime yes. fun! Summer, beach, pool, yeah! <laughs> crop top city. Yeah, lots of crop tops. Lots of tank tops, lots of jerseys. There was the infamous uh, dubstep breakdown. Yes. Which I swear to God, I swear this started the trend of annoying dubstep breakdown in K-pop in for that year. every single song. Oh my goodness. I remember, I have like recently gone back and listened to some of those songs and I'm like, these are so great except for the horrific dubstep breakdown in them. There's even uh, versions of the songs on YouTube that people have edited out the dubstep. Because it's that bad. Yeah. So this was a trendsetter music video, definitely. And um, 
It did. It, it got a lot of flack for being risque, which we're going to talk about in a second. But um, at the end, where it's like the end of their date, they don't even show them, like, she gives him a good night kiss, but they don't even show it. Yeah. So, so overall, very tame. What I did notice from this video um, to the newer video that she just released is that in this video, Bubble Pop, she is singing. She's yeah. not rapping. No, there's no rapping at all. There's no rapping at all in the entire music video. So that is definitely a shift in image for Hayuna. Yeah, um, and it was fun. I mean, I like the sound. Uh, we party to it still to this day. Yes. Yeah. So now we're going to get into the nitty gritty for the last 10 minutes of the podcast to talk about some of the criticisms that were uh, talk, you know, thrown at Hayuna and what we think of them and if they're justified or not. All right, so the first criticism that we have is that she has been accused of having a quote-unquote slutty persona. Yeah, and uh, that's a lot, I think, due to her label. And her her image is very tightly controlled. So her, her label, Cube Entertainment, is like making these style choices Mm -hmm. uh you know she doesn't make up the choreography they hire someone to do that right and she doesn't normally unless you're like big bang you don't really get to decide the course of your music video or your you know campaign or whatever right um yeah i think that's especially because um in big bang i think i know you're talking about too like t.o.p and gd get to kind of like be weird dictate what they're going to be doing and i think that's because they're really seen as artists who have their own right to make their own decisions, but Hayuna is not seen as an artist. No, she's seen as a sex object. All right, yeah, a, like no, a sex symbol. I guess her, like many other artists in the industry, she's seen as a product. Yeah, um, which is really unfortunate because um, I don't even have to know anything about Hayuna to know that she is a multidimensional person and in. Most of her music videos, the the label is only letting her show one dimension of her personality. Yeah. If that even is a dimension of her personality. She may not be a very sexual individual, but she's being forced to be that way because of the way that her label wants to sell her. Yeah, so we think this slutty persona is kind of an unfair criticism, mostly because it's pressure from her label. Yeah. Yeah. And even though her music videos have, you know, gotten, you know sensational a little risque it coming from two americans it did not shock us at all no it's it's completely just like anything else we've ever seen um even like okay so this criticism is not new it it has been around since bubble pop and bubble pop is not risque at all i mean even most of the outfits that were shown are even um i personally think passable by what I think South Korean standards are for fashion yeah. and um, being covered up or not. Um, and most things, she does have a lot of legs showing, but from what I know about South Korean culture, that's not a big deal. It's the shoulders and the arms and, right. and the uh, cleavage. But she doesn't even very like have large, voluptuous breasts. Right, and very rarely do you even see her shoulders her breasts in this in this music video, no. um, and yet she still had that criticism placed on her. Yeah. Uh, South Korea is more conservative than the U.S. Uh, that's just a fact. Right. It's, I would say, probably one of the more conservative countries in Southeast Asia. 
but of course, there's a little give and take with that. Right. But um, it is not the only place to have uh, what we like to call a virgin whore complex. Right. Um, there's definitely... That exists everywhere. Yeah. I feel like there is no country that's free of that at no, all. No, it's just part of being a lady. Yeah. And it, I think it sucks. But uh, because South Korea is more conservative, there's a lot of pressure on actresses, on celebrities, on idols, you know, to have this innocent sort of persona to be seen as being very virtuous yeah. And if you're not, let, let's say, you know, even just a normal idol in some group, let's just say it was found out that she's just dating someone. Yeah, it's a huge blow up. I know. And it she just has a boyfriend, but she's somehow seen as scandalous. This happened, remember when one of the members of AKB48 in Japan, they found out one of them, I'm pretty sure it was AKB48. I, I That sounds really familiar. And they found out she had a boyfriend and she had to shave her head and oh, apologize. Yeah, I do remember that. That was terrible. Yeah. Oh my god. That's terrible. Yeah, that it's seen that much and we realized that we're not from South Korea. So it might coming from American perspective. However, we do notice that it's the same sort of virtue standards are not placed on men as nearly as much. Right. Yeah, this double standard that you're we're supposed to live up to as women is not seen as often, if not at all, in men. Yeah. And I think just it sucks. Yeah, it does. And I feel like it's really unfair if I for Hyuna to have all this pressure placed on her. Yeah. And for all, you know, women um K pop stars to have this pressure placed on them. To be sexy to have all this, and then also somehow, you know, never have a boyfriend, never even have a personal life. It's just that they're ideas, that they're products, and they're not actual human beings. Right, and when me and Emily were talking about this earlier, um, we realized that I don't know anything about Hyuna's personality. No, we really don't. We, We knew that she used to be fat, and that's kind of it. Yeah, and even that is probably conjecture, because... Don't believe what you read in the tabloids, folks. Um, And it just, like, I follow Hyuna on Instagram, and I I don't know if what I see is all scripted or not, but it seems like some of it isn't. And um, in some of the videos with her friends, you know, I see a side of her that I have never, ever, ever seen in a music video or anything else. Um, She's actually, like, really funny and likes to be, you know, goofy, but you don't ever see that in a music video because that's not the image that her label wants her to have. Yeah, I feel like a lot of artists, um, like Amber from FX, I follow her on Instagram, and I feel like she does get to be herself. Yes. More often in shows and in music videos, but I think she gets a pass because she is actually American. Yes. And Hayuna isn't, and I think that puts even more pressure on her. Yeah. A lot of the criticisms, especially for Bubble Pop, were that she that um, they were trying too hard for an international appeal, and that she was too tan, and because she was wearing like tank tops, she was looking too much like a foreigner. Yeah, that's just, I don't know, like, I can see that, I guess, but I don't know if that's the look that she was going for. I don't know if that's what her label had in mind. She was, I feel like she was probably tan because it was a summer music video. Yeah. Bubble Pop was a summer hit. Yeah, and 
like I said, it's the label. It's not her. All this criticism has been, like, hurled at her as a person. Right. And I think that's really unfair to Hyuna. Yes. Honestly. And I have uh, some quotes, some exact quotes I want to read to you guys about Bubble Pop. Um, This is an article that has quotes from the Korea Broadcasting Communications Review Committee. Um, It is an article that came out right after Bubble Bubble Pop got banned. And it was deemed that her outfits and choreography for Bubble Pop were too sexual and not appropriate for broadcasting. Um, But it still blew up on YouTube, so. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And this is a direct quote. Uh, The song and video are, quote, too suggestive and stimulating. And the part where Hyuna shakes her hips is obscene, end quote. Yeah. (laughs) That video, her Bubble Pop's video and dance are nothing (laughs) compared to the stuff that came after. Yeah. Oh my god. And I feel like this was, like, kind of a witch hunt for her. Mm -hmm. This was, like, the start of a big purity witch hunt. Yeah, as soon as she had that label of being quote-unquote impure, um, they'll look for anything to exploit her. Yeah, and other songs and dance, especially dances, have been more suggestive, but um, some of them haven't been banned. Like, some of Kara's stuff hasn't been banned. However, in the past couple years, the freaking broadcast board is like, ban you, I ban you, banning Everything. I mean, I feel like their their um, criteria is just getting smaller and smaller and smaller, and they're banning everything. Right, and you know, like Bubble Pop was twenty eleven, right? Uh, pretty sure, or twenty twelve, one of two. One of those. Nothing has changed since then. No, not a thing has changed. No. Um, and I think that that commentary is so just uh, off base because, like. I know that twerking is, like, twerking is a relatively, like, new thing, um, but th- they, she wasn't even doing that in the, no, in the video. No, she was literally moving her butt in a circle. Yeah, and, like, popping her butt, which is, like, I don't think obscene at all. She no. wasn't even wearing, like, like a bathing suit bottom or no, lingerie. No, com- comparing, comparing, um, Roll Deep to Bubble Pop... I, I can see how Ro- Roll Deep would be banned and considered, like, too explicit. Because it did have some of those elements. But Bubble Pop seems so tame in comparison. Mm-hmm. Yet it got a lot of hate. Yeah. <sighs> Being a lady is hard. Yeah. We just want to say that we love Hayuda. We do love Hayuda. And we support her. We support her. And we think a lot of these criticisms are unfair. And we think that the censorship there... Is probably too strict. Probably. But it's community standards and we're not part of that community. True. So, I mean, hopefully things become, like, less banned and stuff. Because I feel like the music industry will only get better with more variety. So. Right. And I think that that will change with time. Just yeah. hopefully in the next century. <laughs> I mean, a lot, it's opening itself up to the world and international. And a lot of people, a lot of foreigners now live in Itawan. Right. So it's changing just slowly. Yep. So if you guys have any questions or comments, uh, just send us an email or send us a Facebook message or give us an ask on Tumblr. We're Soulmates Podcast on Facebook and Tumblr, and our email is soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. 
So if you guys like this and want us to do some more in-depth kind of stuff, just let us know. Yeah, we can talk about our opinions forever. Yeah. Yeah. Or we could talk about more vampire medical dramas. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever you guys want. So thank you so much, and we'll see you guys next time. See ya.